0: Please keep in mind that these recordings are not studio productions and the audio quality may be less than ideal, but the content will take you far and help you become unstoppable. With that, listen in and learn. Welcome to part two of our series on how guilt and shame can really affect your business and your life. It can create a sense of suffering that doesn't have to be there and that can actually stop your growth and the business results that you want. So listen into this episode as I coach my client on why heaven is your natural state and how to create that for yourself so that you can have exponential success okay with that listen in and enjoy good morning
1: hi so bringing this back to where we left
2: off on Thursday you know we were having a discussion around things like you know the difference between pain and suffering and how suffering is generally caused by, you know, attaching some kind of guilt or shame to the situation, making myself wrong or someone else wrong or whatnot. And then we left off talking about, you know, the, the notion that, or the truth, rather, that being in a state of heaven is our natural state, you know, and that Suffering is only quote unquote only due to guilt or shame, and I was challenging, in part, for my own understanding,
1: deeper understanding. So I'm gonna I'm gonna
2: pause pause yeah. you there. Yeah. yeah. Suffering yeah. is
1: not only because of guilt and shame. It's also okay. because you're expecting it to be different than it is. Okay. Mm. So guilt and shame is a huge part of it this is wrong I'm making th- this thing that I'm experiencing is not how it's supposed to be and I am wrong or someone else is wrong you're either guilting yourself or shaming someone else right mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. And, and that creates a lot of suffering but please continue okay yeah no the good call out thank you um yeah so I
2: I was challenging and wanted to hear your take on just the premise that being in a state of heaven is our natural state. I want to understand that better than just me being like, oh, yeah, that sounds good, you know. Okay, gotcha. (laughs) And also, because I feel a challenge about, well, is that really true? You know, how do we know that? I will get challenged on that by clients and I don't feel I would know what to say because I'm not straight with it myself. Do
1: you know what I mean? I do know. Okay. So the question on the table is, how do I know for sure that heaven is our natural state? Exactly. Okay. Look to nature. Does nature suffer? No. Nature doesn't want to die. The antelope doesn't want to be eaten. There's pain when they're eaten, but they don't suffer
2: we know they don't
1: suffer because it's a good question i mean and where my mind went was cows do suffer when they're put through a lengthy death march they know exactly what's happening okay Mm -hmm. so time plays a factor there but there's pain but i don't think they're suffering from my understanding animals don't suffer.
2: Well, it's, I mean, perhaps the same way that's like animals aren't sitting there overanalyzing. They just
1: are. Correct. <laughs> Cuz you have to yeah. think about where suffering comes from, right? Yeah. I mean, a rabbit, a little bunny afraid to be eaten by the dog, right? Is in fight flight mm-hmm. freeze. One of those three things. Right. It's very responsive to the moment. It's an appropriate reaction. I'm going to eat my, right. I need to survive. It's not thinking about the future or the past.
2: Yes, that's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And not making and things up in correct. so doing. You know, right.
1: Correct. Now, let's look at an infant, a human infant. Yeah. They cry a lot. yes they do Mm -hmm. but they're crying because they want attention for food and a better butt yeah (laughs) I'm crying Mm for that too (laughs) right right Right. and then humans are meaning making machines and most humans are child reared by manipulation cutting off the love And the child knows that they're going to get food and survive if that love is flowing. And when that love gets cut off, then they have to start making meaning. And this is where our brains are different than other animals' brains.
2: Because of making meaning. Mm
1: -hmm. That must mean I'm defective. The dolphin doesn't say that. The dolphin might be like, Oh, I need to learn to swim up you know, keep up with mom. Okay? Yeah. hmm It just
2: is. Mm hmm. No story
1: <laughs> attached to it.
2: Right. So that comes back to to so just just sticking to that example, the child takes note that the love has stopped flowing in some way. Mhm. And As a meaning making machine, that child tries to explain to herself, you know, why has the love stopped.
1: And you can't make the thing. Something I
2: did or didn't do.
1: Right. You're not gonna make mom or dad wrong, because that's where the food comes from. That's where survival comes from. So it has to be not them, it's me. And then step out of this part of our conversation yeah. and yeah. think about it. If you lost your eyesight, would you suffer? And if so, why? I'm not suggesting that it would be good or, you know, or you want to have this. But, like, why would that feel bad to you?
2: Because I feel like joy, things that give me joy, like being beautiful.
1: Right. Yeah. That's a thought that has a right. perspective that leads – to you falling out of heaven you get that In common most people would agree with you right because if I were to simply accept
2: that I've lost the sense of sight and not not make that, that not a good bad or thing, bad yeah yeah right it just it just is I now have to rely on my other senses more it might not have been my choice of, like, what I would choose to have happen, but I don't have to suffer. Correct. I totally get it. I totally get it intellectually. It's like, as I'm thinking about it, though, that example, I'm like,
1: but I would suffer because
2: the reality is I would feel sad. But I know what you're saying. The suffering comes because of the thoughts that I'm having about the circumstance. Mm-hmm. It's not intrinsic to the circumstance. Correct. You don't have to suffer because you're blind.
1: You may, but yeah.
2: there's nothing about blindness in and of itself that equals a life of suffering. hmm I'm
1: not saying... I'm not going to make anyone wrong who's doing that, but there's nothing intrinsic to it. It's just different than your expectation. Yeah. So... I think the next logical question is, how do we keep our expectations high, right, towards what we want, but not be disappointed, right? Because disappointment is that suffering, right? And it would be at Mm -hmm. all different levels, okay?
2: Yeah, and there, there, right there is another rub for me. I've gotten a lot better at it. But, you know, when I realize how much time, either I preemptively lower my expectation because I don't want to feel the disappointment of not meeting the high expectations. This is going to get confusing. But it.
1: I understand. You're saying I don't want to feel the suffering. I don't want to feel the disappointment, a.k.a. the suffering. So I lower my expectations. And yet I still feel the suffering because I haven't. Because the not what I really want. My, right. It's not the spiritual DNA that's inside of me. It's true desire. It's a lowered desire. Right. It's like, yeah. But it's if like you can learn this. What do I really this,
2: think I can earn this month
1: versus what I really
2: mm-hmm. desire to earn this month?
1: Mm-hmm. It's a little bit of a tightrope in the beginning. You have to expect what yeah. you want. Keep it present. Keep it really present. Because what happens is your mind starts saying, oh, we're not going to make it. We're going to be disappointed. I have to fog you out, right? Yeah. I have to distract you. So that's why the creation playbook is so important. And then if you make it, you moderate your response. And if you don't make it, you moderate your response. Like, you respond. You're not reactive. You don't go into mm-hmm. suffering, okay?
2: Mm-hmm. But if I get what I want, I'm also. There's something you said there that maybe be like, wait, what?
1: Both options are responses rather than reactions, okay?
2: Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. okay.
1: If you feel great about making a sale or making your numbers, that's great, okay? But put mm-hmm. it in perspective, okay? Like you don't have to feel great. The outside circumstance is not what should be determining your reaction. Mm. Mm-hmm. That is a limitation.
0: Okay. Okay. Bye.
2: I'll see you see soon. You okay, bye. okay. Bye. Take care.
0: I hope you thoroughly enjoyed this episode of Coaching Uncut. Let us know in the comments what you learned and how you can apply it to your own life and business. We absolutely love hearing from you. And we also love receiving your feedback. So thank you in advance for your likes and reviews. They really help us connect with more women who need this information to help them scale. So much appreciated for that and taking the time to do that. Now, if it's go time for you and you're ready to scale your life and your business, then I want to offer you up something. I want to offer you access to our Be Unstoppable Facebook group. We drop daily and weekly resources in this free group that show you exactly how to scale, what you need to be doing differently. So if you want access to that group and it's go time for you, go to theunstoppablewoman.com slash Facebook group, and that will redirect you there. So theunstoppablewoman.com slash Facebook group, no spaces, and start by getting your copy of the scale plan, which lives there and it's totally free. So go do that now and then tune in to the next episode and continue to be unstoppable.